When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And as we heard yesterday, Dane Zorko has stood down as captain for the Brisbane Lions. Uh, he's been a great servant of the Brisbane Lions, been a great captain, Dane Zorko. And he's a, Danny Day is about to join us from a cafe coffee catch-up, the deluxe iced coffee range from McCafe. In fact, he's on the line now. But Danny, uh, for a second, if you don't mind holding, here's a little bit of Dane Zorko on standing down on Patton Hills on SEN Queensland. You know, there's been... A few times in this pre-season where I've come into the studio and said to you, Paddy, I'm not sure what I'll quite do. Um, um, obviously, with the situation, uh, I firmly believe that the club's in really, really good hands going forward. And um, I guess for me, it was a little bit of a decision that I'd rather step down on my own accord than potentially have Fades at the end of the year come tap it on my shoulder and say, hey, mate, I reckon it's time we move on. Or the middle of the um, year. So it's been... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So I think it's um, yeah, I think it's the right decision. I think the timing's really good, and um, obviously I'll still be uh, there to support whoever takes over as as captain and, and help and support and guide them in whatever way I possibly can. Um, but just stepping back from those formal roles is hopefully going to free up a, a lot more time that I could spend at home with family, and um, of course to get my body right to have the best the best possible year I can. Dane Zorka on SEN Queensland. Danny Daly joins us, Brisbane Lions General Manager of Footy. Welcome back, Danny. Great to have you back on the program. Yeah, thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for having me on. So how did it happen? Uh, did, did Dane come to you? What was the process? Uh, well, the process has probably been ongoing since uh, the start of pre-season, to be honest. Uh, Faze and myself sat down with him you know, back in October just to see where is that and what he was thinking? Um, he still, at that point in time, hadn't made his mind up. So he's obviously over the last couple of months gone away and and thought about it and spoken to his family and probably his manager and, and close and close people around him. And uh, he on Monday uh, caught up again with us and um, basically made the decision that yeah he wanted to stand down. So um, it's been it's been in the process for a couple of months to be honest. He took a while though, thirty days out from the season to start. Yeah, I think um, he wasn't sure. I think deep down he still harboured some thoughts about being the captain and um, thought he probably had another year in left him. But, uh, you know, I think as as time went on and um, it got closer to him having to make a decision that, um, you know, he decided that at this point in, in his life and his career that it was the best thing to give the game away. So whilst it took a little bit of time, we understood that and, and we were appreciative of him. Um, spending that time in doing that, and, and we were in no rush for him to make that decision, to be honest. So were you, was that your preferred option, that he stay on as a player but not be captain and you have someone else take that role? Um, I'm not sure if it was our preferred option. Our preferred option was um, what was best for Dane, and um, you know that's why we wanted him to make the decision. We we were comfortable if he wanted to do the, the role again and... Um, and go through the, the process of doing the leadership vote and see what transpired from that. But, um, you know, once he decided that uh, he didn't want to do it, we uh, we accepted that and uh, and basically moved on and we'll go into the next part of the, the process of our leadership group. 
So it'll be a leadership vote from all players or just a leadership group will vote? And will you announce the captain simply off the back of that vote or will you make your own decision based on the vote? No, nah, so, we'll, um, so all the players will, will do a, a um, an anonymous vote, which will happen next um, Monday. So every player on the list will have a vote, you know, ranging from seven through to one. So seven being who they probably perceive as being the skipper and one down to the, um, you know, the, the seventh person in the leadership group that they feel. And then, you know, we'll add up the votes and, and see what comes of that. Um, and then from that, we'll decide our leadership group, which will probably be based on a cut-off point. So say there's six voters who get 100 plus and then the seventh person is 30, for example, you've got your six leaders. Um, then the process from that will be out of those, we'll use six as an example, uh, out of those six people will ask whoever wants, out of those six who wants to be the captain, who wants to put their hand up for the captain. Uh, and then whoever puts their hand up will go through a, um, a basically formal uh, interview with myself, Fags and, and, and Swanee. Um, and then we'll basically elect the captain from there. And most people are saying it'll be Lockie Neal, but you're not saying that's a lock, that it's Lockie Neal? Uh, no, not necessarily. I think um, we've got some pretty good candidates and, and boys who have developed really well in the leadership space. Um, you know, Lockie, you mentioned Harris has been our vice captain. Hugh McCluggage is another one who's come along in leaps and bounds in the last few years. Um, so they're probably the three names that have been bantered around the media in the last 24 hours. So, again, it'll, it'll be dependent on what the vote is. If we have a clear... Um, person at the top of the list who you know wins by 80 votes. Well, primarily they might be um, seen as being the captain, to be honest. But if it's close and um, you know there's only a few votes separates a few players, and we'll go through a bit more of a process to determine who that might be. Has Dane got a hamstring issue that might keep him out for round one as well? Uh, he's got a hamstring issue, so he's uh, missed the last couple of weeks. But he's on track to play against the uh, the Cats in our last mm-hmm. uh, practice match, so. Uh, all things going well, he'll play in that. He'll be fine for round one. Will you fill it out? It's your home game at your new home. Will you fill it out? Will you have to sell tickets or lock the gates? Um, well, uh, I think it's free to get in, but what we decided to do was obviously put tickets on on Ticketmaster so that we, because um, we've got a you know a maximum crowd of here of about 9,000, so I think we've sold 8,300, I think it is at the minute. So we'll get pretty well close to a full house, which will be, Outstanding for our supporters and the people out here at Springfield and, and also the Geelong supporters who there's quite a few in uh, in Brisbane as well. So, yeah, we should get a full house for that game, which is great. Yeah, it's massive. You play Port round one, Adelaide Oval. Your first home game is Melbourne at the Gabba round two. What's your process going to be now that you've moved? Will you train at the Gabba once a week before your home game's there or not? Uh, we'll do all our captain's runs. Um, so the training session the day before the game, we'll do it at the Gabba. Um, so they're all locked in and ready to go. And, and we'll also determine on whether we feel like we need a, uh, a main session there the week before uh, we play at the Gabba. So if Melbourne, for example, we might have two sessions there that week because we haven't been at the Gabba and played there for a while. So um, every captain's run we'll do there and we'll just monitor how many other sessions we need to have at the ground. And other injuries? Jared Berry's got a shoulder. I Probably bore people if we go through them one by one. We've got Jared Lyons with a... Had groin surgery. I think uh, Darcy Gardner's had an issue. Noah Answorth and Kyle Lohman as well. Yeah, so uh, Jared Lyons played last week. That was his first hit out for the year. Um, Darcy Gardner will hopefully be right by uh, the Geelong game as well to play. Jared Berry uh, is back this week, so he'll play in our Interclub game on Friday. Uh, Jack Payne, who had his tonsils taken out, um, he'll play on Friday night. 
Um, Noah Ainsworth should be right for the Sydney game. Um, and Kai Lohman will be right for the Geelong game as well. So we've got a few there, but they all should be back and, and playing by you know the last practice match and, and ready to go for round one. So, yeah, they're coming back slowly, but they're coming back. And you're expecting Josh Dunkley to start in the centre square for the opening bounce round one? I would think so. Um, yeah, I think between you know him and uh, him and uh, Lockie Neal and uh, Hugh McCluggage in there it makes a, f- a formidable threesome in there. So yeah, Dunks will be in the first centre bounce, no doubt about that. And where's Jack Gunston likely to play? Close to goal, and how's he tracking? Uh, Jack's going really well. He missed last week's game because he had a wedding back in Melbourne, but he'll be back in this week. Uh, so he's played a couple of practice matches for us and fit in really well down the four-line. He'll probably um, you know, mix up between playing closer to goal and uh, he can get up the ground and you know, play as a half-forward and a winger at times. But I think for the majority of the, you know, the game, we'd probably see him more close to goal than, than up the ground. So, yeah, probably you know, 60-40 percentage split. And big rap on Will Ashcroft. How's he tracking? And is he a chance for round one? Uh, he's a very big chance. He's um, played in all three uh, practice matches in the A team and acquitted himself quite well and, uh, you know, been in our best players. So, you know, as we stand right now, I think uh, he's probably in our, in our round one team. But, um, you know, what can happen between now and then? But right now, I think he's uh, pretty much well in line for his first game round one, yeah. And today's list finalisation day. So have you added anyone late? No, we haven't. We uh, added Darren Joyce to our list uh, a few weeks ago to replace uh, Marcus Adams, and so our list is is full now. And um, yeah, all systems go for us, Dwayne, which is good. And game trends? Do you see twenty twenty three game trends changing at all? And if you do, what areas do you think is it going to be a two ruck kind of game in twenty twenty three? What what else do you think might happen? Uh, it'd be interesting with the new sub rule how sides decide to use that. Whether they decide to you know, play that extra ruckman as a sub and, you know, maybe bring on the two rucks in the second half to, to wear opposition teams down. Um, from more reports, what's going on around the training tracks is that teams are trying to play a lot quicker in offence and uh, keep the ball moving as quickly as they can to, to counteract, um, you know, the opposition defence, which seems to be a, uh, a big thing that clubs are working through, their defensive structures, so trying to beat the defensive structures. So... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that pans out with the sub, but I think teams are trying to move the ball a lot quicker in general playing from stoppages this year, I would imagine, at this point in time. And do you like the one unofficial, one official lead-in to the season? Are you going to get a, enough of a look at everybody else? And um, do, you, do you think it's better this way, or would you be happy if it was a no-game lead-in? Oh, I think we definitely need one. Um, so... You know, the Geelong game's um, really vital for most clubs to have that one hit out against an opposition team. And obviously the, the two weeks out where we've got a bit of a scrimmage game that all clubs organise amongst themselves um, is really important as well. So as a football club here, we're pretty um, big on at least having the two games. Um, I think our players get tired of playing each other. You play about 10 inch club practice matches against each other and uh, they get a bit you know weary of that. So it's always nice for them um, to be able to front up against a couple of opposition teams before they hit round one. So so we're happy with how it's going to look this year. You know, the Sydney game and then the, the Geelong game, that'll be enough for us leading into round one. And how draining has it been, the Chris Fagan investigation? Uh, no, it hasn't been too bad. Um, you know, everything was sort of had been mentioned, was mentioned on early in the season, and he's just um, concentrating on, you know, getting the team ready for, for round one and, and the pre-season. So... 
to be perfectly honest, we haven't really touched on it too much or talked much about it here, and it's um, it's just business as usual. To be honest, that that process will take care of itself, and uh, yeah, we're just more worried about um, getting ourselves all prepared for round one and making sure we've got a healthy list. So, in essence, it's going to be full strength be full strength when you play the Cats, who are the measuring stick given they're the premiers. Yeah, absolutely, and, and we're very fortunate that we get to play Sydney the week before as well, so the two grand finalists. Mm. So. You know, there's a couple of really hard hit-outs for us, which um, should all go well for us leading to round one. So we're, you know, we're, we're pretty happy about the two teams that we come up against. That'll give us a, a good feel for exactly where we're at. And, and well, that, that just about wraps it up for me. I'm pretty happy with the way it's all standing. I think I've got your game on Fox. I'm going to find out later on today if that's the game I've got. So I can't wait to see you. I might even see you up there, Danny. Thanks a lot for your time. Thanks, Dwayne. Uh, thanks for having me on. It'll be nice to catch up with you if you're up here. That'd be good. It would be. Danny Daly, Brisbane Lions General Manager of Football.